The Weekend View with Sebenzile Nkambule, Saturday and Sunday, 6 to 7 a.m. Coming up to 20 minutes to the top of the hour here on the Weekend View. Thank you for staying with us. I am Sebenzile Ngambule. Now to this story, which is also the subject of our talking point. Presidential spokesperson Vincent McGuany on Thursday reacted to the criminal charges opened by former Director General of the State Security Agency, Arthur Frazier, against President Cyril Ramaphosa in connection with the theft of millions of dollars concealed within the premises of the president's farm in Limpopo. also alleged that the robbery suspects had been kidnapped, interrogated, and then paid for their silence. The presidency confirmed Fraser's charges but denied criminal complicity. The spokesperson said the reason the crime was not made public was because it happened on private property and not at a national key point. And to look at the legal arguments in this case and whether the president should be held accountable in any way, we're joined on the line by Advocate Paul Hoffman, Director at Accountability Now. Advocate Paul Hoffman, thank you for your time. Welcome to the Week in View. Good morning to you, uh, Sebenzili, and to your listeners as well. Just uh, briefly, your initial thoughts when you heard of these charges, uh, when we all heard of these charges earlier this week. Yes, it's been a very bad week for the president. Uh, not only has Glenn Gore done a plea bargain in the USA, but uh, Arthur Fraser has come up with this complaint to the Rosebank police station. At this stage, there's not enough factual information available to see whether there's any meat on the bones of the charges that he is is bringing. Mm -hmm. Quite clearly, in my opinion, there was no obligation on the president to report the matter to the police. It's a a private matter on, on his private farm. And if you are the victim of a crime and choose not to report it to the police, that's fine. But the president says he did report it to the police and that the uh, presidential protection unit is uh, is, is working on, on the, uh, the matter. Insofar as the kidnapping and the bribery of the uh, alleged perpetrators of the robbery is concerned, there's a denial that that happened. So it's a, it's a he said, she said sort of situation. And uh, the facts will sort themselves out. The money laundering is is, uh, very difficult to understand on the facts that are available at the moment. Mm. Uh, In in order for money laundering to take place, there has to be some unlawful activity that is being put through the washing machine, which is why it's been called (laughs) trying to make dirty money clean is, Mm. is money laundering. Now, it's a question of whether the... Um, $4 million, um, the president hasn't admitted the amount, but he, he mm. has admitted that there was a theft of currency from his, uh, his farm. It's a question of whether that, those uh, funds are the proceeds of a perfectly legitimate legal transaction, which they could be, or whether they are the proceeds of an illegal transaction. And as we all know, there's a big red line that runs from the Kruger Park across the top of South Africa. And buffalo that are south of that line are clean buffalo and Mm. uh, need to be certified to be clean before they are sold. And the state vet has to uh, inspect and, and certify 
that the uh, the animals that are being um, sold are indeed free of various diseases like foot and mouth and uh, um, that being the case nobody has showed me uh, a permit nobody seems to have been uh, uh, making the allegation that the sale of the of the wild animals concerned was was anything other than a perfectly legitimate sale mm. I understand that these auctions that occur um, are conducted in cash, so it is possible that a, if, if a, a large number of, of uh, um, valuable animals were sold, that they were sold perfectly legitimately and that uh, the, the president has not um, been involved in, in money laundering. Mm. He, he wasn't obliged to report the, uh, the incident under PRECA, that uh, it's a... Uh, it's it's not the type of offence that uh, requires a person in a position of authority to, to sure. report it. And the only good thing to come out of the whole story is that the president has said that he remains firmly on course with his anti-corruption uh, agenda, mm. and one hopes that that will be accelerated. Mm. There's also then the point that Advocate Hoffman, um, well, we can focus on, on the amount of money where, you know, uh, Fraser's alleging that it's, uh, you know, uh, several kind of, you know, millions of, of US dollars here. Um, the presidency not, of course, confirming the, the amount. Then, then there's the question ab- about accountability to, to the revenue um, authority, to, to, to SARS, the revenue services here. Might they be something for the president to account for regarding that? So, the, so if there is, you know, legal trade, legal uh, move, movement of, of money, surely uh, it, it's important for SARS to be aware of this. Oh, yes. Now, certainly uh, that would be classified as income because it's the proceeds of the sale of livestock and uh, wild animals if it wasn't uh, um, uh, domestic livestock. And the uh, if it was done in... in uh, the name of a company, then that company must uh, declare the income and pay tax on the income. If it was done in the president's name, he has to uh, do likewise. And the uh, the um, presence of such a, a, a large amount of foreign currency on the farm is something that doesn't happen um, without more ado. You, you, you either bank it or you get the permission of the treasury to hold foreign currency in your in your farmhouse at Pala Pala. The the issue of and given you know there's a it's a very political year for for um for the for the president and of course the political party that that he belongs to so um when you have allegations of this nature come up it's it's very again to limited to uh, call it you know throwing the cat among the pigeons to political um shenanigans people have also been speaking about the the, the person of of um the alleger here that that is the the former the former DG of of state uh, of state security Arthur Frazier does he in your view you um, may perhaps uh, have a case to answer for if you are sitting on information of um, of this nature and you know waiting for a, a politically opportune time, if you will, to then put it out there and then say you're going to to to, to lay these charges. Um, what, what what sort of uh, perhaps case might might he potentially face for for that? I think he's much more frightened about his involvement in the state security agency, as was. Um 
revealed during the State Capture uh, Commission of Inquiries uh, hearings in Barktown. Uh, you're quite right to point out that the timing of this complaint is uh, very carefully um, arranged in order to promote the interests of the faction to, to which Fraser belongs and to uh, trip up the faction to which the president belongs. It's, it's very likely that Fraser has known about this for a very long time because of his connections in the state security agency. It's alleged to have happened in February 2020. We are now in June 2022. And it is not a coincidence that the f final report of the State Capture Commission is going to be made public um, on the 15th of this month. So what you have here is uh, the orchestration of the, uh, the, the, the Glencore um, plea bargain, the uh, uh, complaint on the first by Arthur Fraser, and then the um, final report of the Zondo Commission in which it is likely that the president is going to come in for some stick um, he, he is very attached to cater deployment. Uh, it's unlikely that the Zondo Commission is going to countenance that. And um, th that being the case, what we are looking at here is um, either uh, um, uh, Arthur Fraser putting some bargaining chips on the sure. on the table in in, in, in the uh, the casino of who who wins and who loses around state capture mm, uh, mm. Uh, things, or he's trying to checkmate or at least put in check the prospects of the CR22 campaign for mm. uh, for the next uh, electoral conference of the ANC. Mm. But uh, that's, yeah. that's all speculation. Hopefully. All speculation <laughs> indeed. I imagine this isn't the last of, of, of this matter. We'll be speaking to you again soon as, as the story develops. Thank you for your time this morning. That's where we will have to leave it. Advocate Paul Hoffman, who's the Director at Accountability Now. Here's a voice note on this same matter. You can send yours as well on 082-692-3909. A very warm welcome from a very cold Cape Town. No, I don't think the President can do anything, keeping in mind the Hawks and the police report to the Minister of Police and the SIU reports to the Department of Justice and he they ultimately report to the President. So there's nobody that can investigate the President and come up with an independent uh, investigation because they all report to him and nobody's going to get themselves fired finding the President guilty. The President could come clean and be honest but that's not his nature and uh, all it does is really highlight the haves and the haves not in our country. Those that have farms with so much money and those that have nothing. Mike Newlands. Good morning, good morning, SFM weekend, weekend edition. Over there from Japan. My sister, regarding the Sri Ramaphosa case, this is the, the year for the ANC electric conference in December. After Fraser, as we know, he is on the side of Jacob Zuma, S. Makashule, Supra Mahoma Pilu, Gani Pongo, whatever is the meaning, all of the, the year 84. So we are not surprised. It's just trying to distract, to shift the focus of the people on the renewal of the country. Thank you, Obed.